Welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, hosting today with... Dave Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors, as always. Uh, as always. <laughs> as always. And uh, today we are lucky enough to have some guests with us. We have the Rons with us. Introduce yourself, Rons. Good morning. Thanks for having me here, Christine and Dave. Um, my name is Ron Spano, and my company's name is Spano Enterprises. And what do you do, Ron? Um, I'm in building. Yeah, we're building. Yes, yeah. Sir. So Ron is actually doing a project at my house right now, and uh, I pulled him off the project to come in and talk to the listeners because I was so impressed with the quality of work that he does. I love that. I love that. And Ron, who else, what, who is the other Ron with us? This is my father. Go ahead. My name is Ron, <laughs> and of course I'm his father, and uh, I just come around with him, driving him around and uh, helping him out once in a while. Love that. He holds the clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> That's mostly what I do, yeah. So today I think we're going to dig in a little bit about what it's like to work with a contractor, what the process is, um, a little bit about your background. Um, and, you know, as always, if you'd like to text any questions in, our text line is 845-328-0886. These guys would love to answer your contractor questions, so don't be bashful. Um, and I guess that's, uh, that is the beginning. Hey Dave, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. It was great. It was homecoming. I, I was know. actually with your husband. I know it. It's so much fun, right? It's so much fun. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> He's loud. He's loud. He's fun. <laughs> he and I enjoyed the parade together and, uh, and watching the kids, uh, the kids in the parade. And it so was great. So much fun. You know, it, I grew up in a uh, town. We didn't do anything like this, right? And it feels very small town in, in like the most wonderful way possible. The most wonderful way. Right. I, I mean, this is to me, to see kids with school spirit, to see these kids excited about this stuff. Right. To put, they put floats. There's a theme. They put floats together. The, uh, you know, the parade has all fall sports that kind of walk through and participate. The teachers union participates. The PTA participates. They've got the band going. They've got the floats and it's like a competition between each of the grade levels based on a theme and there's voting and uh, they have a bonfire. They have a dance. I mean, there's so much stuff that goes into like um, homecoming weekend. And uh, I have, you know, this is my second year with um, someone in the high school and my daughter's a JV cheerleader. And so, you know, she really got wrapped in because she got to, you know, perform during the halftime event. And it was really, it was fun for everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's great. I mean, we've, and, you know, it's it's funny because we've made so many friends just because, you know, not that we ride our daughter's co coattails. I mean, I like to think my personality stands on its own. It does, but it, it does. <laughs> we, uh, you know, but we meet, we meet the town. We meet all the people. We meet yeah. the parents. You know, we now sit in a whole section in the in you know at the games we go to all the games and i'm gonna uh, si i'm gonna sit in your section you gotta next, sit in my uh, section week. where were you guys so we were down front because i had to video all of the stuff oh yeah yeah we right? run down there and then they then and then i was you know then i found like my group that i was sitting with and then uh by time halftime was over my daughter was done she's like i mom oh I'm yeah so i mean tired. i should i should make a shout out i mean we had you know we were with the with uh, with Carrie and Al Natoli mm -hmm. and uh, and and uh, our friend Tom, whose whose daughter Danny is also a cheerleader, yeah. 
and uh, you know we get this big section together, and uh, and everybody brings their whole families, and we cheer, we cheer for the cheers. Yeah, we cheer. For, we also cheer for the cheers. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's very funny. My daughter, uh, you know, as I said, first year cheering, and I said to her, I said, should we watch a football game with Mike so you can learn the rules? She nah. goes, I don't think I need to know them. They tell me what to cheer, and I cheer it. I'm That's like, it. I'm like, okay. If you decide you want to learn the rules to the game you're cheering for, you let me know. Nah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Very, it was very, very funny. But the girls really do put um, so much hard work leading into uh, homecoming because it's so early in the year that, you know, they're, they're, they leave for school at seven in the morning. They don't get home till six or seven at night. It's a really long day for them for oh. weeks at a time until they get all this put together and then... Um, to see all their hard work paid off. I can't um, wait till my kid drives. And then it was a total, yeah, me too. A total crash of just total exhaustion after it. Total exhaustion. <laughs> total exhaustion. My daughter is passed out in bed right now. She can't even move. <laughs> I mean. I know it. It's a non-contact sport. <laughs> sort of. Cheerleading's dangerous. I these know, girls I get know. hurt. They're they're serious athletes these days. Absolutely. June, June is a throw them in the air. And uh, she right before the game, her people like dropped her and she hit her butt. And so oh. for the, you know, for the cheer, she like, she came up, mom, my butt hurts so much. <laughs> I was like, Ouch. it's going to be okay. Well, you know, it'll take a, take a few days. You'll be fine. Definitely some contact here and there. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a lot of contact, you know, and, and these, and these girls are tough, you know, they're, I mean, just uh, congratulations, Warwick, yeah. you know, on, on a and, great victory. Right. Too. And, right. And, and to the football players who played yep. the game with now, I don't have a, a football player in the, in, in the game but that being said it was a super exciting game they've been playing great um let's go over yeah. yeah it's fun it's really you know right now it's Absolutely. Fu it's, fu it's fun to see you know to go to the games and kind of have enough history to know like we're having a great season things are going well you know it's fun yeah so. it's a good start to the season for sure Anyway, so that that being said, let's get back on topic. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, it's on topic. We're talking about the community. We are talking about the community, you know, and especially after such a big, big well, fun event. You know, why do people want to live in Warwick? Why is why is a Warwick house maybe worth a little more than some other towns in the local area? It's it's that community spirit's part of it. You know, you want to you move here because you want to belong to a community and you want to have that experience for sure. And um, as I said, growing up without some of that. It's really fun, even just as an adult, to get that, yeah. to get all that enthusiasm and really feel part of the town spirit. So, so, so Ron, let's uh, let's start with uh, the project you're doing at my house. Sure, Leo, tell us. Uh, so, so, uh, okay, listeners, so how, let's start with this, Dave. How did you find Ron? <laughs> that's a good question, it is a good right? Question. Right, because that's the. I mean, it, how it do you is find a contractor in today's I market? I can't even tell you how many calls I get. Do you have someone who can do this? Do you have someone who can do that? Um, it's like it's constant, and you know, you want to give people names. Sometimes you have a, a great experience with someone, and then you refer them, and that person does not have the same experience, and then you're like, should I refer them again? Like. So tell me, Dave, what is your process for finding a Ron? I was on a home inspection. I was inspecting a home that Ron was selling. And uh. Uh, I got there a few minutes early, as I usually do, and Ron was there. And he's walking around with me, and we're talking about the house, and he's telling me how the rehab that he put into it, and we're going through the whole house and looking at the roof, looking at the different parts of the house. We get to the deck, and I'm like, this is a well-made deck. <laughs> He's Thank like, you, Dave. He's, oh, I, you know, I built this too. I'm like, yeah. You want to come to my porch? <laughs> that was it. Before you know, I'm, I'm over his house, giving him a proposal. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. And uh, but you know, you're right. I mean, you know, 
some of the some of the key aspects to finding a good contractor out there these days one that calls you back one that shows up on time uh one that has a plan and executes against it right right, right stays on budget yeah stays on budget i mean there's a lot of there's horror stories of getting a contractor who who you know and then they they split on you and take your deposit and all these bad things can happen out there it is there there has to be a trust you know they're you're working on somebody's home and what i love about ron is he takes that into consideration he knows he's working on a home that's loved that there's family in and he appreciates that and he takes his time and he does a good job yeah look at that glowing how you from the home inspector I, this I know. is this is it, big props I'm blessing <laughs> thank you props. dave <laughs> <laughs> where, where is, I, I but listen all the, the 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 skills and the good the good things that you do i i know it's all because of ron senior <laughs> Who taught you these things, right? And our and family's been in the uh, roofing business for many years. My brother has, and uh, my sons, all of them have done roofing, and they we picked up on that. But you know, Ron's Ron's got he's organized and he's deliberate, and the quality of work is great. So yeah. where'd you? Well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna need to take a quick break. Yes, but when we come back, we're gonna ask Ron a thousand questions. Yeah. And, you, and you should too. Call in. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their homes in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is your favorite assemblyman, Carl Brabbit. And your state senator, Mike Martucci. And we are teaming up for the Friday Roundtable, where we'll be talking about what's happening in Albany. That's every Friday at 9 a.m. on radio, worth listening to. You have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. That's right, Sunday mornings at 8. Get up early, let's hang out, let's talk about cars, let's all get smarter, let's solve some car problems. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, here Sunday mornings at 8. I'm gonna make this place your And welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, David Wilner, with Pillar to Post Home Inspectors, and my co-host, 
Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Woohoo, Christine, Woo-hoo. we haven't done a show together now in a while, so I'm, know, I'm so excited to be here with I, you. I feel like we had a couple, a, a couple, you were away, I was away, people filled in for us on those days, so yeah. um, it is, it's nice to be back in studio with you, Dave. Aw, thanks. It's nice to be back in studio with you, too. Aw, And see? to have such good guests. I know, it's a love fest here. Yeah, a love fest. <laughs> Feeling the love, guys. I love it. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> All right, so Ron, introduce yourself again and your company, and don't, don't be bashful, give out a website or a phone sure. number or something. My name is Ron Spano, and my company's name is Spano Enterprises, LLC, and my phone number is 845-366-5074, and I serve the local Orange County. I love that. I love that. So how long has uh, Spano L- Enterprises, LLC, been in business? Well, that's a good question. I, I originated in Florida um, about 2012, 13, mm-hmm. and I've worked for a few years down there with the family company, Roofing. And as my father mentioned earlier, um, at a young age, my uncle, who's been doing this for 30 years now, um, employed me to come up when I was punished as a little teenager not behaving. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed learning a trade yeah. that turned from a punishment to a joy. Look at and, that. Um, Look at and that. And I've been doing it ever since. That's a, that's a great story, you know. Um, and I'll just speak as a parent for oh, one yeah. moment. You're going up there with your uncle and learn this hard work. <laughs> no, no, I mean, as a parent, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you lose control over what's going on, but you want to find a productive way to maybe change a perspective or, sure. or a scenario. And um, what an interesting story that, that what was supposed to be a get you out and, and, and you know, re, I guess, kind of reestablish your orientation. You're absolutely turned, right, Christine. Turned into like a passion. I had so much energy as a kid and my parents had no idea what to do with it. Like, what are we supposed to do? Boarding school or send him to a trade? And um, as a young age, uh, my father had a workshop in his garage and he loved working with wood his whole life. So I just would start picking up tools and either hurt myself or figure out how it works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Those lo- are the options. <laughs> I do love, I really do love that story and your passion for what you do. And, you know, in life, I think one of the things we can always say is when you find something that you love to do um, and you do it well, um, you can be successful like in anything. And success is yours to grow, right? On Absolutely. your own. And, you know, I love entrepreneurs and uh, it's... Uh, well, that's absolutely true. I mean, you got to, you know, here's a, here's a young man taking charge of his life, doing his own thing. Yeah. You know, that's great. That is absolutely great. Ron, what do you, what do you actually like to do in your, in the contract? I mean, there, you know, there's always those jobs that are a pain in the butt. And then sure. there's those jobs that you're like, Hey, this is really one that I, I, I can sink my teeth into what, you know, what's, what's an example of uh, something you really enjoy? Well, right now I'm at your house, Dave, (laughs) (laughs) and um, what I'm doing there is building a deck for him, refurnishing, putting some cosmetics on, and uh, it's one of my most enjoyable trades, should I say, in the industry, working with wood, and also when you have that client base that is not only trusting in you, you trust in them, that relationship grows and makes any job feel it's not a job. That's what I enjoy doing being there my wife baked muffins for them yes (laughs) (laughs) for pops (laughs) i love that i do love that so um let's talk a minute about the like when when people find you and you have that first conversation right Um, and i'm going to take it from a homeowner right so i know i have um maybe a big project or a couple small projects and, and i'm like where do i start how do i find someone and you know someone gives me a number and and dave gives me your number sure and I call you and I'm like, hey, Ron, um, I got your number from Dave Wilner. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple things I need to do around the house. Um, maybe it's uh, replace windows, um, fix a deck, maybe put a porch, stuff like that. What is your process at that point in time? Listen to your clients. Try to understand what they need versus what they want and prioritize it because we're in upper northern region Mm -hmm. into um, what is priority. You know, I need my roof. I need a deck. I need windows like you're mentioning. Mm -hmm. What is going to affect with time going into the freezing season and also what is vital for their home, whatever needs there may be. And you try to prioritize it with them and sit down and go over this is what I can start here first and complete all the way down to this process. It's kind of like um, dissecting because customers will go from left, right, left, right. And you got to try to put it down in order for them, for them to get right. an idea. And uh, so you have a kind of consultative approach. Sure. Um, so, so you're walking through a house and someone is saying, I want to do this, that, the other thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, is there, do you have like a dialogue about, okay, we could do it the way you want it. Here's this, but have you thought about this? Like, do you, are you, do you kind of help people maybe see a more streamlined or better or cost-effective way or even sometimes take their vision and blow it out a little more for them? Like, is that, is that all part of, part of that process? Absolutely. Every, every situation, I don't look at it as I'm coming over somebody's house, a potential client, and it's just an estimate of proposal. Right. It's more of a consolation to work together, whether Dave has more than enough experience to do all of these projects on his own right. or tell someone how to do it. But prioritizing what is you know, important to the, the home, mm-hmm. you have to con- counsel that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I guess that does make a difference. I mean, when you're, when you're uh, talking to a client, I mean, their, their base knowledge affects, you know, the project too. Correct. So, I mean, the more they know, the more they can articulate and tell you what they're really looking for. Uh, that's got to help your process as well, right? It makes it almost easier by far. I mean, I actually go as far as to to say to my clients, my home inspection clients, you know, when you're looking to hire a contractor, feel free to call me, right? And bounce ideas off me and I'll feed you some of the lingo to talk to the contractor. Right. You know, um, rarely do people take me up on that, but... <laughs> It would be a great service for them. Right. I mean, as a contractor, it's a lot easier to hear that, right? Absolutely. So, um, you know what? Uh, you know what? Now, I so I got to see your work. Sure. I got to see all of it. So, I mean, the interior work, the roofing that you did, uh, and uh, and the deck, and just the whole house, uh, even some floor structure work. So. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's good stuff. I mean, when you're on a site, but that's your own home. So that's your own vision. Uh, what you said before is what was so important to me is that you said, I listen to the customer, you know, are there any key things when they are speaking to you that they say that you sort of hone in on? Their needs versus wants. Needs versus wants. Yeah, absolutely. Prioritizing that yeah. for them. So maybe, if they maybe, if, maybe budget versus needs versus wants. Of course, oh, that's yeah. a factor yeah. immediately. If um, someone mentions, I want my bathroom done, but I also need my roof done, and I'm in the month of November. Right. We're going to be doing your roof first. Right. <laughs> before because it's it gets pretty cold out there. My tools they may not operate correctly, and mistakes can be made very easily in that matter. Yeah. Do you run into the the Beer budget and champagne taste? Well, um, gave up beer a few years ago. I'm more of a Jack Daniels guy. <laughs> <laughs> for these, for the clients that think they, you know, oh, can I redo my bathroom for $5,000? Yeah. 
It's difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. I mean, supplies and materials at this point. Um, you're fortunate enough if you have your own truck to deliver, you know, right. delivery right now with fuel. Prices just gone up the road. I know. If you have a project that you know you want to do um, and you know the materials that you want to use as a home buyer, I would suggest getting those materials. Right. You know, and get then them ahead of time. Yeah. Get them ahead of time. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. So you don't mind if the client goes out and buys the materials? It's not a preference of mine, but as for the budgeting and saving money, like we had, a, we had a last few months have been up and down, up yeah. and down the last six months. And my roof last year would have cost me about 1500 to $2,000 less. I did it this year waiting with other right. projects and there's the bigger sticker. Yeah. Yep. So if, if customers know that they want to get this done and they know the amount of material needed, they get someone like Dave or myself to explain how much is needed. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess it's it could be very, uh, for the client, if they know what they're going to do and they know maybe they don't necessarily have the skill set to install everything. But, you know, over time, this is a great way to think of a project, right? Over time, go out there and start buying the pieces and putting them together, just staging them in a garage or a basement. And then when, you're, when you've, you've accomplished your budget, and then hire somebody to come in and install everything. I was just going to say that, Dave, when it comes down to budget, if you don't have 10, 15 grand to do the roof today, but you have five, six grand put away to buy your material, six months down the road, I've already mentally prepared, put it on my calendar, then you can have the contractor come in and you're paying labor and removal at that point. Right. Yeah, and, and roofing shingles are something you could just stage on a driveway and put a blue tarp over. Absolutely. I'm sure all your neighbors would love that. <laughs> that's kind of true well dave's been kind enough to let me use this garage I, i've got i've got the boats in the driveway i mean nobody's yeah my poor neighbors <laughs> you make up for it with personality mm -hmm. yeah and my dogs that bark all the time they're yeah. they're lovely they're my helpers actually christine at the moment like I'm, you asked and they're yeah. my helpers <laughs> that is great that is great so, um, all right. So we kind of talked about uh, people finding you, right? Um, right. Through referrals or um, I don't know if you have like a... Phone number. I've, I've been here for less than two years right. back in the New York State area and it's been solely referral based. Yeah. I've been busy based upon Dave has me doing a project. A neighbor will come up or right. somebody at a, a PTA oh, event sure. will ask, you know, who's working on your house? Right. And it looks nice. And can I get their information? I have been um, suggested to do more marketing and advertisement, which um, I plan on doing some of. But at the same time, I like I like the level of this right now. Right, you've got you, you've got a good a, a good flow where it's I not do. overwhelming, but you can get you know. But you're constantly my time is also important too yeah. for the st stability of you know staying yeah of sane <laughs> and not being overloaded with yeah. customers or projects. Yeah, it's you know that's that is the problem that you end up finding is. You know, you get someone whose name, you know, someone whose name who does great work and stays on budget and is timely and a good communicator and um, all the things that you really want in a contractor. And they're so busy that time management, right, that, you know, you're getting, you know, you're getting like, OK, I can do your kitchen, um, you know, not months, nine months. Six, nine, right. Yeah, exactly. And you're just, you know, and sometimes that's OK. The project isn't right. But other times, you know, you need it done quickly. Right. Or you have some sort of um, some sort of you know, broken pipe at the house or something that wasn't expected. And you, you know, you can't wait around that long right. um, with those kinds of conditions. So it's, um, it's interesting, you know, the idea of like work-life balance. I know a lot of the contractors that I know, 
you're right, have not been able to maintain that. And it's, you know, they're working so hard, so hard all the time. And, you know, and again, then that you then you run into scheduling problems. And um, this is learned from experience down in Florida with yeah. the roofing company, Spanner Roofing um, yeah. Incorporation down there, no longer in process. But uh, my company is yeah. I learned from having a one crew, a family owned, uh, getting into two crews, two jobs running in one week. Yeah. And how can you be two places at one time to ensure your name is stamped properly and your customers right. are being treated the way yeah. they deserve to be treated? For sure. I mean, I think like no other business as a contractor, your name is your bond and it's Absolutely. it's it's what it's is going brand. to make, make or break your business. Um, by the way, we are going to take a moment and hear from our sponsors and we'll be back uh, in a few moments to continue our Thanks, Christine. contractor contractor love today. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here, playing the best music. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the Faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more, right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. WTBQ GHT weather. For this morning, partly sunny with a chance of showers this afternoon. High near 71. Southwest wind 5 to 11 miles an hour with gusts as high as 21 miles an hour. Partly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers before 9 p.m. Low around 49. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a slight chance of showers in the afternoon. High near 68. Winds could gust as high as 22 miles an hour. I'm Chris Stone. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show on 93.5 WTBQ FM. And I don't know what our AM is. It's 1110. 1110 AM. All right. So tune in, listeners. I'm your host, David Wilner from Pillar Post Home Inspectors. And I'm with this. This is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna. There you go. Realty. I was, I'm like, wait, who am I? Who am I? And we also have a guest. Um, Ron Spano with Spano Enterprises, LLC. So real quick, we had a, uh, we had, we had a listener uh, text in a question. They asked if we can talk about smoke and carbon detectors and the requirements for residential homes. Thank you for giving us a text. Um, yeah, so uh, the more the better. Uh, these are safety devices in your home that are very affordable uh, and relatively easy to install. I tell all my clients that, you know, 
there's no bigger bang for your buck in a house than a smoke and carbon detectors as far as safety devices. Um, if they're hard in most modern homes, they're hardwired into the house. So they'll always have power while your house has power and they have a 10 year sealed backup battery. When <clears throat> you move into a home, I always recommend that you replace them right away. Uh, first thing on your list, replace the smoke and carbon detectors and then uh, have your chimney flue cleaned. And if you have an oil boiler, get that service. Do these safety things first. Do them on your schedule. Take ownership of that stuff. Uh, smoke carbon detectors, we want to see them inside bedrooms, 18 inches off the ground. Or if they're a combo unit, they can be part of the smoke detector process that is attached to the ceiling. Uh, smoke detector in each bedroom, smoke detector in the hallway, uh, smoke detector and carbon detector around any combustibles. Yes, I believe the town requirements are smoke and carbon monoxide detector on each level of the house plus um, smoke detector in each bedroom. I think that is the legal obligation that you have. One on each level and then smoke detector in each bedroom. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, as far as carbon goes, uh, yes, carbon monoxide goes. Yeah, you should just, if you have a smoke detector there, Put a carbon, put a carbon monoxide detector in a bedroom. Yes, I do always recommend that um, if my clients are going out and buying them anyway, spend the extra twenty dollars and get a combo unit because. Um, I like the carbon detectors that plug into the outlet that are low, low to the ground. Yeah, I feel car because carbon monoxide is heavier than air; it settles right. to the ground. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I mean that's just my personal preference. Um, plus, you know, I always feel like in the combo unit. If one thing goes bad, are they both bad? You know, I mean, what are you, what's, what are you losing there? Uh, you know, can it do all these things? It's kind of nice to have them separate. But, you know, it's great to, if, you're, if you are space challenged, you don't have the receptacles, particularly in an older home, to do that. Um, yeah, by all means, do the combo unit and uh, just have something, right? Right. And, you know, if you're selling your home, you're required to have something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you have to, you know, some towns send the uh, fire department out to look to see that you do actually have those. Other towns, you have to sign an affidavit stating that you have met all um, all the fire safety requirements. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and, and by all means, put those, put, you know, put one in the garage too. Absolutely, and then the other thing, it's funny, New Jersey rec uh, requires it, New York does not, um, fire extinguisher in the kitchen. That's part yes. of, you know, they, they come through the and kitchen. look to make sure that you have a new, like, an active, you know, it hasn't expired Up and it's date. full, like new when you, uh, when you sell fully charged. Is that what that is? Well, I, I may have taken mine out. <laughs> I have two in my cabin. I think, <laughs> I think I, two. I think I borrowed the fire extinguisher from my kitchen for the boat. <laughs> I have, so I have one in the RV and I've got one in the kitchen. <laughs> I should probably go buy one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> Look, safety, safety first. Safety first. Always. Absolutely. Um, all right, so let's get back to our conversation with Ron. Yeah, so so okay, we have talked a little bit about um, you know your process. Let's talk a little bit about um, someone who is going to hire you or any other contractor. What what do you think are the best kinds of questions they can be asking you to make sure um, that you guys are a good fit? Um, references is definitely a positive. If mm -hmm. you can give a few of those out um, in my position and to the new potential client, right. it's always good to have them converse with your previous um, work that you've done. 
um, anything you can show details of pictures or um, sit down and just converse with them. Right. Build a relationship. Rapport is very important. Yeah. You want to make sure you're on the same understanding of what a customer wants rather than what you think may be right. Right. And then another big question that comes up um, is finances, right? Um, so how how does how what is your what are the different ways that contractors set up payment, right? Because there are a number of different ways that go. I mean, even within my own home, it's never been like the same process. For me, in my process, being a smaller outfit, I like to get most of my material covered up front. Mm -hmm. So not only does the customer see that the product is paid for and that it's there, um, and that my labor in the end will be the final project. So that it gives a little bit more security for the client, letting them know, okay, I don't have to dish out any more money. There's uh, there's no extra funds here or allowances there. It makes them feel very comfortable, give them a solid number. And at the end of the day, when the project is done, the final payment. Yeah. For I me, that, sorry, for yeah, me, that has worked that's best. That's how you it's work less the confusing best. for the customer. Yeah, because, you know, there have, been, there have been times where it's, and again, it depends how much labor, how many materials, like different projects are different. But I feel like a lot of times there is, Payment due up front. Right. Um, you know, and sometimes it's a percentage, sometimes it's, you know, material plus part of the labor, right? Then there's, you know, depending how long the time frame of the project is, there may be a second payment due and then the final, you know, at the completion, um, satisfaction, you know, everybody's yeah. satisfied with how it is, you get the final payment. Um it's worked best for two phases for me, smaller yeah. projects. When I get into larger projects, I might step in into three phases. You know, your first yeah. will be your deposit with the material. The second might be a little bit of labor if it's two to three week, four week project. Right. And then you're finalizing. Yeah. Makes it easier also on a client if they need the budget. Yep. Instead of coming out with a lump sum. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's, it is a lot. It's, um, oh, I think we have another question today. Holy cow. I love it. Oh, that's a big question. Oh, my. We have a big question. All right, let's see what we have here. It says, good morning. I have a question about skylights. Good question. All right. right. Yep. My dad had a townhouse, and many years ago, he had skylights put in every room, okay. uh, multiple bedrooms, and a bathroom. Can they be removed? And what is the cost and time to get that done? And is it even worth doing? How are skylights um, value for reselling the home also? So... I'm going to have you address the first half, and sure. then I'll take a shot at the second half. May you scroll up just for a second? Yes, absolutely. So, so, so just to point out one thing, skylights are a hole in your roof. Yes. Uh, you know, even when they're not leaking, there's a potential for skylights to leak. And how they're installed makes a major difference. Uh, you want to make sure that if you're going to have a, a skylight put in, that the flashings are done properly around it. It's... Uh, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's it's wrong to ask for pictures. If you don't go on your roof and look at it yourself, ask your contractor to take a few pictures of it. Oh, can you show me what you did? You know, um, you know, so that you can get a look at those flashings uh, and make sure that things look right. You know, even if you don't know anything about construction, you can look at something and like like a flashing on a sky on a skylight and say, oh my god, it's bent. Or it's, it's not, lifting. yeah, it's lifting. It's not sealed to the roof, right? You can see that it's not installed right. And ask them, oh, can you just tack that down better for me? You know? Absolutely. Right. So, you know, for, for, for me, my first question would be, are the skylights currently leaking? 
right? And how old is the roof, right? You kind of want to, in terms of removing them. Those are all factors in play. Right. Mm -hmm. if, Even if they're not leaking and you do want to remove um, the structure of, or the integrity of your shingles right now, if when I remove these, how much damage am I doing around it? Right. How farther do I have to go to close up this hole? All the way to decking, to paper, to, yeah. you know, your shingles. You The project to give a price without um, looking at it. A lot of people are like, you just give me a number. Right. Naturally, I would charge about $500 per to remove, right. given that there isn't any integrity. Right. Issues. You had to build the structure. Right. And, um, you know, it's interesting. The uh, It's like a catch my two, especially in a townhouse, because in a townhouse. It's um, not you, your roof. Well, that's not necessarily true. I would say it's about 50-50. Is that right? Whether the roofs are, right. Because a lot of times townhouses, you own foundation to the sky, hmm. right? Condos, they always take care of the roof, right. right? But some townhouses, they do take care of the roof. So the first question is, is it your roof or is it the townhouse's roof? Um, the second thing I would say is, are they leaking or are they not? Um, you know, how old is the roof? Because if you're taking out multiple, you're going to have these weird patches all over your roof, right? And in terms of, value right if you want to know what is you know what does that do to the value of your home um, no skylights with lots of patches is going to be worse than non-leaking skylight with good looking roof you're absolutely correct right? yeah, at that point so like in in terms of in terms of that a leaking skylight is a net negative a non-leaking skylight in a darker home can bring light in right the, the, it's it's skylights the, are great when they don't leak. when they don't yes. leak. Um, you know, I have I have two or three skylights in my house, and they have never leaked. Um, I've had skylights at my parents' house. It was older. They did leak. I think it really is how old are they, how how well were they installed, um, you know, are they still looking good when, when the last roof was put in, was, you know, did they update the flashing? And, like, you can, you can tell when, when you look at a roof from the ground, you're looking up at a skylight, or really any, any uh, you know, obstruction coming out of, of the roof or a chimney or whatever— you can see around it. Sometimes you can see the actual lifting of those shingles, and you you know that there's going to be some sort of water infiltration, if not now, soon. Yep. In my opinion, if I may, Dave, yeah. um, yep. probably the cheapest route in long term, if they own the, the townhouse themselves, mm -hmm. would be re-roofing and having it removed. Right. The amount of days it would take to remove the skylight itself and the labor... It, it, I mean, at that point, you might as well, like you said, am I going to match 15-year-old shingles, 20-year-old shingles? For this listener in particular, right? I mean, if they've got that many skylights to do, bear in mind, you don't just take the skylight out and put a small patch of shingles. Like Ron said before, it's going to spread. It's got to be done all the way around it. So it might be 18 inches, 24 inches around Minimal. the skylight. Right. Yeah. Well, and you have to put you have to put plywood down, yep. which has to be like you know cut fur enough, further enough so that it's got stuff to screw into. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's not a small project. Then yeah. your felt and paper. If you're lifting yep. up um, the skylight and the shingles are old enough to where the paper is just so brittle, yep. right? How far are you going to keep going before you run yeah. into the next skylight and right. then the next skylight? Correct. So um, you know, I I agree. If, if it's going to be something you're going that you that you need to do because they're leaking, evaluate how old the roof is, um, and do, that would be a do it at once. Um, if you had one small skylight and you want, you know, maybe, right? If the roofing wasn't so old and you could still match it, sure. But I'd, I, I'd love to come give you a proposal at any time. See, there you go. Give, uh, give, give my out your number, number again. again. Is eight four five three six six five zero seven four. All right. Thank you, Ron. Um, so we are just going to listen to some sponsors real quick, and we'll come back to wrap everything up in a few minutes. Woohoo! 
Hi, this is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling? I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. Hi, this is Paul Ruskevich, Sherry Cheney, and Glenn Ellers, your Orange County legislators heard on the Thursday morning roundtable from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Answering all your questions and concerns on on radio radio worth listening to. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Sunday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, hosting today with... Dave Wilner from Pillar to Post Home Inspectors. And our fabulous special guest today... Ron Spano with Spano Enterprises, LLC. Ron, it's truly been a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks for having me, Christine. Um, so a couple other kind of contractor-related questions, other than, um, you know, the first one being, um, how do we find you, right? Sure. Second one, how do we hire you? What are the questions we should ask, right? Things like that. Um, you know, third of all, you know, we talked about looking at prior work, getting recommendations, um, how we pay you, all that stuff. Um, so now let's kind of like f- finish things up. Um what do you like let's take the the worst case scenario all right because i like to hear worst case scenario oh sometimes. boy so worst case scenario you do the work right and and you know you've, you've had the conversations and at the end someone is like i don't know it's not really what i thought it was going to be but 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 which i don't think happens very often but i'm sure every once in a while you do have something that comes up where you're like it's not exactly what they thought because this is a bad haircut yeah, well, exactly. Like sometimes people think like have something in their head and you can't see in their head, right? Absolutely. And so you you do like you discuss what it's going to be. They you get their buy-in up front, you're doing it and then they're like, "But it's not what I wanted." So <laughs> how do you facilitate th- those sorts of those sorts of things? And I'm I'm assuming it's not like as I said, can't happen very not often, common. but I'm sure yeah. that it does come Absolutely, up. Absolutely, Christine, you're right. You do have a few uh, individuals um I'm so blessed to have individuals like Dave yeah. since I've been up here. They're very easygoing. They know what they want and, it, and they'll ask questions. You kind of get the feel for certain customers. Is this individual going to be a problem? Right. Or if, at that point, you have to ask yourself my time. Right. And, you know, how much is that worth? Right. 
And for me, it's let's get things in writing at that point. Yeah. With customers like Dave, it's a simple text. Right. And yeah. That, and that's it. Because yeah. the relationship and rapport is already built. Yep. I have that understanding. He has an understanding. His wife has the understanding. And it's completely comfortable. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not going to get something that they don't want. But when it comes to the once in a hundred people. Right. Um, the shingles are not the color that I requested. File a lawsuit. <laughs> you know, right. this is exactly what we picked together. Right. This is the sample I brought you. Um, right. And it's never came to that point for yeah. me. It's always, um, I, I try to make the customer as happy and pleased as, as possible. In Florida, um, customers are a little different. There'll be a little bit more complaints or disagreements mm. of certain things. Really? And, yeah. And yeah. I, and more I, than up here, huh? Yeah. I'm surprised. I have yeah, to tell you, I'm a little too. surprised. Take it I, easy. I, I figure, I figure in the, down, you're down south, you're in the sun. It's okay. It'll all work out. Right. right. Let's be, go I, I feel like I'd be happier down there. And, and I've had to go back and stand by my brand. Right. And, and continue to please that customer's yeah. needs. And I mean, it does get to a point where, you know, I have a nice day and right. um, my project's finished. Right. Right. I have never been in a legal system with the customer yet, which is right. great. And I'm blessed to say that. Yeah, so for sure. No, it's, um, you know, it is it is interesting. You know, it's, uh, I have things happen, even just working with, with buyers or sellers where, you know, we have, we have communicated on a million different points down the road. Um, and, you know, then they'll buy the house and then I get, start getting calls. And I'm just like, okay, we had a home inspection. They looked at that. Here's the report. Here's what was there. I, you know, well, there's a there's a leak behind a wall. I said, well, how did you determine that there was a leak? Right? When did that leak start? I said, you know, and, you know, have you reached out to your home inspector? Well, I, I get phone calls like that occasionally. Um, you know, I had a uh, had a woman send me a uh, an email that that detailed a whole bunch of things that she found, you know, unsatisfactory in her home uh, about a year and a half after she moved into it. And uh, I pulled up the home inspection report and I said, well, I mean, I'm not trying to be snippy with you, but everything you listed here is in my report. Right. I mean, it's, it's literally right here. And I, I highlighted everything and I sent it back to her. I said, did you, you know, did, did you, you read, read it? the report? And she's like, oh, I, was, I just I didn't have time. <laughs> well, if you didn't have that. time to read the report, <laughs> right. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Uh, this falls into you have to take some level of responsibility, right, for what you're responsible for, um, and have an understanding for what what is what is known and what is unknowable. Yeah, I mean, as a home inspector, there's definitely limits to what we can see. It's a visual inspection at that moment in time. It's a snapshot. So, I mean, what's going to happen in six months? Well, I mean, I can tell you if your if your heating system is older, that you stand more of a chance of it not operating down the road. Uh, but I can't tell you the day it's going to break down. There's no magic ball. You know, it's, uh, you know, is there a leak inside that wall? Well, there, you know, a lot, I do have some equipment to see things like that, like thermal imaging cameras, right. but, um, you know, it's not, there's only so, there's only so much you can do in that, on a two hour inspection. That's or exactly right. And, um, and you can't, you, you don't, you can't see behind walls. You can't nope. see, um, you know, behind furniture like sometimes there are these huge pieces of furniture you, you know you can't move those to see what's going on back. i jump into it proactively mm -hmm. um on the on the job site yeah. so i say i personally what i'll do is i'll say to a client you know you know like just yesterday 
Uh, I was, uh, I was on a, I was called in to do a job on a two family house, uh, that they said was, uh, like 1200 square feet. When I got there, okay, it was a three family house that was almost 4,000 square feet. So I said, you know, this is a four hour inspection guys. I mean, they're like, no, you can't take that long. We only have an hour and 45 minutes because the tenants in the house will only give us that much time. I said, there's stuff that's not going to get done today. And I will come back. I'll readdress this down the road. But let's focus on structure and the big issues today. We'll come back and get the other stuff later when it's it's not occupied. Yeah, that's uh, that that is interesting. Yeah, that was a tough situation. Yeah. That was a wow. very but that you gotta handle that up front. Absolutely. Correct. You can right. You you can only work on the information you have. So yeah, way to tackle that, Dave. Because uh, <laughs> you're very efficient with your work. Like he mentioned, he has been to my property, yes. and uh, he's very thorough with his work. You could he could not accomplish that. He's in been on a few hour. inspections with me. Yeah. Yes, a lot of a lot of them. I always I always know my Dave inspections are going to be minimum three, minimum yeah. two and a half to three hours, um, and if it's a bigger house, a little longer. Yep. So, yep. But, you know, at the end of the day, my clients are always so happy with, with the inspection that you do, um, the report that you give them, and the rapport um, and trust that you build with them. So it's... Um, well, thank you. You're so welcome. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the joy of working with you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Am I laying on too thick? I don't think so. <laughs> All well-deserved. All well-deserved. Um, anyway, so, Ron, is there anything that we forgot to ask you about today or anything that you would like to say? we got about uh, five minutes left, and I want to make sure that that we get all the good words out there today. Well, Christine, I just want to say thanks for having me out, and Dave as well. I appreciate the invitation and um, the time that you've given me to be here. And uh, if anybody is interested in having me come over and look at some uh, some work that they might be wanting done this year, you can, like I said, give me a call at 845-366-5074. And thanks for the questions and comments. Yeah. By the way, while we're giving out all of our information, Dave, why don't you hit people up with your website? Oh, PillarToPost.com. It's pretty easy. P-I-L-L-A-R-T-O Post.com. Love that. And if you are thinking of buying or selling and looking for an agent licensed in New York or New Jersey, you can reach out to me at ListWithChrisK.com. And that's Chris with a C. I love awesome. all of that. All right. So that being said, I would like to promote a couple uh, a couple little things, right? What do you got? We do. I got two new listings. Woohoo! Two, two, two. Nice. two. Where are they? Um, so the first one is in Scotchtown. Mm. Um, it's not far from the mall, so it's easy access to highways. Well, that's um, the one you were working on Saturday when we were all at the parade. Yes. <laughs> I keep track. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had an open house. <laughs> Centrally located in the in the county, close to highways, and. Uh, you know, it's part of the Pine Bush School District, um, and the house has been completely updated. Brand new kitchen. It's got, um, you know, it's a it's a bi level four bedroom. So the when you walk in, the living room has cathedral ceilings. The wall, uh, the walls from the kitchen and the dining room have been knocked down. The kitchen has been completely redone with a really nice breakfast bar there. That's one of the best reconfigurations in a bi level. Yeah, it, it, and it it's opens really up nice. that opens that upper up. floor, makes mm -hmm. it very. Uh, it makes it nice for entertaining, makes it makes it, the space feel bigger. Yep. And then uh, new bathrooms, new basement, three bedrooms upstairs, one downstairs. It does not have um, the ensuite in the master. So um, if I was going to say that, that's probably the one thing. But it's got a brand new built deck. Um, does it have the pass-through doors like no. the Jack and Jill? No. Mm -mm. Yep. 
And then uh, my second listing, which is coming on, um, it'll be on the NLS later today, um, is a townhouse over in uh, in Monroe. It needs it needs a little bit of of love, a little TLC, um, a little TLC. But um, it's got it's got nice square footage. It's you know development that's got a nice pool. Again, close to highways and stuff. It's it's a it, if you're looking for something that's you know under three hundred. Um, that you could put a little elbow grease in. All the mechanicals are new. It's just, it needs some updating. So it's uh, another great opportunity for someone. So reach out, listwithchriskay.com. You get my nice. phone number there. Thank you very much. Yeah. And thank you, Ron, for being on with us today. This was great. We'll have to get you back again. Yes, and yeah. Ron, I feel like you have something. I was just going to mention, you You gave me a little reminder. If someone would like to see to some of my work, you can take a look at the house I have listed right now as oh, well. Oh, yeah. What's it's the address? 55 Woodcrest Drive, Middletown, New York. Very nice. Yes. I love that. And, you know, um, if you're interested in seeing that house, you can call me. But uh, also, you can just go online on Zillow and say that address yep. again. 55 Woodcrest Drive, Middletown, New York. And contact Christine if you're interested in the property. See, there you go. For my work, you yeah. call me. <laughs> I love it. So um, anyway, it's been another great day. We Always have a, a It's day. beautiful out. Um, and time to get to work, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, back to work. I know where you're going. <laughs> I know where you're going. I drove them here. <laughs> Hostage. Oh, good. After, we, uh, after we wrap it up here, um, you're going to have to wait five minutes because I'm going to bend his ear first. Okay, no sure, problem. Sure. Right? See, that's exactly how it works, right? Meet, meet a great vendor, have have a couple list of, list of prospects, <laughs> prospective work to do, right? Find a time that I can show him some of my stuff and then nice. he can come back and say, are you crazy? <laughs> i appreciate you guys having me out here again i think that's actually one of the things you want in a contractor who uh you want somebody that if you put your crazy on the table he calls it out right <laughs> right yeah, absolutely true. well i you know and as or I matches said, it or matches it <laughs> right all in i'm all in for this project <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so um all, all right. right next week on the real real estate show right yeah, i don't i don't have no idea what's happening who's next there week yet. i don't know i think that i'm on again next week mm. you guys are going to get to hear me for another fun and exciting hour uh, always a pleasure christine for right now i uh, would like to thank everyone for listening and um you know tune in next week when we are uh, here again sharing i don't know whatever home it stuff. is that home stuff home stuff sale stuff real estate stuff all right thank you 